0: Hello, Deer Killers! You're listening to the Dare Daniel Podcast, where you send us your most sadistic movie dares, and we suffer the consequences for your amusement. I'm Corky McDonald, local comedian and social media warrior, and with me as always is Daniel Barnes, the film critic for the Sacramento News and Review, and a member of the San Francisco Film Critic Circle.
1: Hello, everyone, and remember, sharing is caring. As Corky said on this show, we do your dirty work by watching the most unwatchable movies you can imagine, and then we review and rate them on our unique system. A run-of-the-mill bad film, just your average everyday uh, Joe bad movie is a dare. We give a double dare to those truly atrocious next-level movies, and we reserve the reverse
0: dare rating for a despised movie that is actually pretty good. Today on the podcast, we'll be reviewing Jane Ponsult's Obtuse, The Circle, starring Emma Watson as a young go-getter recruited into a cult-like tech company. But before we get started, Daniel also writes a craft beer column for the Sacramento Bee. So why don't you tell us, Daniel, a little bit about the beer you bought for us tonight?
1: Well, we've been really writing the hazy IPAs and pale ales and double IPAs in recent weeks. I thought I'd kind of switch it up a little bit. It's another new glory beer from here in Sacramento. That's called Zwickle Me Timbers. It is a Munich Helles lager, pale gold color, clear, light body. And this one, you're really going to get the malts rather than the hops. Uh, It's kind of a nutty smell, a lot of grains, very chewy
0: uh yeah we're in sacramento this tastes like a river beer
1: yeah right absolutely yeah i mean it's a classic german style like i said munich helles lager i
0: drink it i think summertime
1: yeah no this is fantastic
0: based on a novel by dave eggers the circle is the latest in the line of techno thrillers without any concept of technology or thrills emma watson stars as may a struggling young professional who gets a job at the circle a smiley-faced yet clearly sinister multinational technology corporation run by sneakers-wearing CEO Eamon Bailey, who is played by Tom Hanks. Once inside The Circle, Watson finds to her horror that this internet thing goes all the way to the top as she enters a world of invasive, nonstop corporate surveillance.
1: The Circle was directed by James Ponsult, uh, who did very well with uh, little intimate character dramas, the spectacular now and end of the tour But this is more of a sprawling and almost satirical movie, and it kind of proved beyond his grasp. The film opened on April 28, 2017 on over 3,100 screens in fifth place at the box office. It was behind other debuting movies such as How to Be a Latin Lover and Bahubali 2. The conclusion, and believe me, if you have not seen the first Bahubali, do not bother. You will be completely lost. It was actually only one spot ahead of Beauty and the Beast, which also starred Emma Watson, but was in its seventh week of release. <laughs> <laughs> That's how high the interest was. People were like, we're going to watch an Emma Watson movie this weekend. It, it's a toss-up, right? <laughs> it's a th- so we see this movie for the third time or this movie for the first time. Besides striking out with audiences, it also received a really bad score of 16 on Rotten Tomatoes, a not horrible, but certainly not good score, 43 on Metacritic, and showed up on many worst-of-the-year lists from film critics.
0: That Metacritic score is polite. It's pretty polite, yeah. Yeah.
1: So, quirky, you know, last week we, we reviewed Shining Through, which is uh, over a quarter century old, and it, it, we kind of got to have a really interesting perspective on a movie that came out and was dismissed dismissed a long time ago, and we gave it a second chance, and it didn't work out.
0: Nope, not at all.
1: You know, this movie just came out a year ago, so we don't really have the benefit of time, but maybe that is appropriate given the milieu, this kind of technological milieu where things are being updated second to second, and the, it's ubiquitous, so I guess my question to you is... The Circle is this technology that was ahead of its time or should it be recalled forever? This movie should be called The Circle Jerk. <laughs> That's the best joke Cut, ever. But podcast. Nailed it
0: forever. We're shutting this motherfucker down because we will not go out on top. Go out on top, right? No, it's called The Circle Jerk because it's just self stroking and ultimately pointless. Yes. It's really apropos that it's social media driven because it's about the depth of a social media debate.
1: So Tom Hanks is very much a supporting role to Emma Watson, who is in pretty much every scene in the film. She's really the star of it. But Tom Hanks, in addition to playing this key role of the CEO of the tech company, The Circle.
0: Yeah, they had him for two days. He is in two locations.
1: Exactly, right? Like They they had to really speed it up with Tom Hanks. The movie also bears Playtone, which is his production company. And Gary Getzman, who I, I believe is one of his producing partners, is a big part of this movie. It's kind of important to note about... About Tom Hanks in real life that he is very much noted as a Leddite. Right. There's a documentary that came out last year called California Typewriter that is about typewriter enthusiasts, and he is a noted typewriter enthusiast. Oh, no shit. Yeah. Doesn't like texts, doesn't like email. Sure, he's not on the Twitter. You know what I mean? And this movie very much has the feel of something that was made by people who don't like technology but also don't understand technology, and most importantly, don't want to understand technology. Would really rather it just kind of, eh, not so sure about it. Because this movie is ridiculously paranoid about tech companies and about social media and about its role in our life, and yet it is also not nearly cynical enough, mainly because it just doesn't understand the subject. It's a movie that's having a philosophical debate. And it's having a really stupid one. Right. It's having one that has no substance to it. It's whatsoever. a Facebook debate. Absolutely. Yeah. It's just commenting back and forth. And
0: seriously, typewriter enthusiasts, get a grip. I mean, typewriter <laughs>
1: enthusiast, right? Like, hello.
0: You're the first century, bud. You're the David Cross character from Mr. Show that eschews all modern technology.
1: <laughs> He's just like pinnacle, Yes. The
0: pinnacle of technology is a fan. <laughs>
1: He's just like, why are we even ma- shooting this movie? Let's just magic lantern it. <laughs> it's just come on, Cave shadows paintings. on the wall. <laughs> we could do this. Let's let's be heroes. All right, so yeah, let's get into it. Um, so first of all, the circle. Uh, the first thing we hear, rippling water. Mm-hmm. This is the first first image is rippling water as well. Emma Watson rides in on a kayak. Right. This movie, you wouldn't know it. This movie has a lot of kayaking in it. A lot of themes related to kayaking. Yeah. Tons of plot points revolve around kayaking. This movie is basically about kayaking enthusiasts and how their kind of moral ambiguity is going to really that kind of kayak, crush our society. That
0: kayak was on, scene, on screen more than Tom Hanks. <laughs> it was <the> guy
1: that <laughs> I'm serious. <laughs> it should have been on the poster instead of Tom Hanks. <laughs> His face is on the poster. Yeah, like, oh, you're right. The kayak got more time.
0: She comes uh, kayaking in and her phone buzzes. She goes to check it but doesn't.
1: Well, no. she She checks it and kind of... Maybe we're, okay, am I getting this wrong?
0: She comes in, she goes to, well, this is where I was like, okay, the first four scenes of this movie are showing you how technology, maybe it doesn't make your life so much better because she's out in this beautiful area kayaking, enjoying herself. Her phone, no, nah, she doesn't need to check her phone right now and puts it back down. Okay. Then she's on the phone at phone. I thought job. it was
1: basically that she checked the phone and then kind of took off and was sort of like, I have to go deal with whatever is on no, the phone. No, I,
0: I took it totally different. I took it of, I'm enjoying myself out here. I don't need this modern device intruder. No,
1: I, do, no, I don't think so. Debatable.
0: I, is it? Okay. I mean... First off, his partner died at the end of Snowman. I'm, I'm not... <laughs> I'm not backing off that one. Get and out yes, of here. because the next scene is she's at her call center job and she's taking a call from someone who obviously got the numbers transposed on their payment, and she's haggling them over twenty cents. Right, right, right. And it's again, technology doesn't really help your automatic bill pay fucked up, but it doesn't really help you. Then her car starts breaking down. Yeah, yeah. Her shitty car from her shitty job. Right. So it's again, modern technology conveniences aren't that convenient. They're ruining your life. That first scene was just in. The same as those, or are you saying now that I can think about it, (laughs) now that I revisit the kayaking, that that intruded on her wonderful experience? Yes, that's what
1: I'm saying. I think that was the message was that like she's out kayaking in the middle of nowhere and she has her phone on. She (laughs) checks it whether or not she takes off to do something by the phone. It's intruded on this complete. Isolation that she has. The okay, the well movie.
0: then I've already changed my mind. I love this movie. This is fantastic. This is great
1: <laughs> stuff because we're already <laughs> debating it, right? Like this is very compelling <laughs> stuff to talk about. This fucking fun. Literally, the first scene of the movie. Don't get <laughs> derailed though.
0: So she, her car but- breaks down on the side of the freeway. Yeah, and she calls her ex Mercer,
1: who I didn't realize this at the time. I, I was looking at him like, God, I know this guy. I know this guy. He's a terrible actor, but I know oh, this he's guy. Awful. He's really bad. Eller Coltrane, who was the kid from Boyhood. He was actually. This is like his one of his first professional, not Richard Linklater acting.
0: He's terrible. He's awful. Oh. He's
1: so awful. No. He, yeah. He, it's,
0: it's he. He brings her down. She's okay.
1: The movie needs a lot more from her. I mean, not not all of it is her fault. the The writing and how it ends up is very ambiguous. The but
0: scenes that are just her and him, they're brutal.
1: Well, his character is really stupidly written yes. too, because he is basically supposed to be he's the real guy, You're right? He's the voice of realness. She's checking her phone. She's talking about I'm gonna text you and do this, and he's like, "Well, why don't we do it right now? Why don't we make plans we're or- face to face? We're talking, and he's always talking about how I want to I want to look you in the eye to say this, and she's always. Like Facebook, <laughs> me, you know, she's always running around, and he's just—he's always the voice of realness. Yeah, and as we also find out later, he is also the representative of an amazing, new, growing art scene, all built around antler
0: chandeliers. He's also a fucking deer killer. <laughs> a, <he> is. <laughs> as everybody is his, shouts at him, his arc is so crazy. Deer killer? <laughs> I'm not a deer killer. <laughs> he really is.
1: And again, I, ca- I can't blame it totally on Eller Coltrane, but that character is the most ridiculous <laughs> element. His whole arc, antler chandeliers and all, or as you call them, shantlers. Shantlers. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so she uh, gets her car and fixed. And
1: henceforth, he will be known as Shantler Bing. Shantler Bing. Yeah.
0: She gets her car fixed. She goes and visits her parents, played by R.I.P., Glenn Headley. And Bill Paxton. It was so who sad. Who both
1: died like. Within, I think Baxton died a couple months before this came out, and Hedley died a couple months after. Yeah, yeah, they're both. Both gone, which I, is just amazing.
0: I couldn't watch I c- I watch, but help go, they're both gone now. Yeah. They were fantastic. This is the last thing. I this is me- like
1: the last. I know this is how they're going out, but you, know, you don't get to choose it as an actor. Right.
0: Um, her dad has MS, and her mom, they're, they're of lower income.
1: Yeah, they're all struggling. She's at a job that she hates that's really stupid at a, a call center. It's really soul-sucking. But her friend calls her up, and she's got an interview at The Circle, which is this Bay Area tech company with this gigantic campus, this sort of a Google or Apple-like campus that is...
0: It's supposed to be the Apple Spaceship. Builder. Exactly,
1: yeah. Although it is a gigantic campus, it occasionally seems as though about 50 people work there. It, like She goes in, and she gets shown around this place, and it is essentially like a city unto itself. It's like walking onto the Facebook campus or Google campus. There's restaurants, there's barbershops, there's banks, there's nightclubs, there's, and dog it's nonstop. Yoga. Everyone seems to like live there all the time and work there all the time.
0: The Dalai Lama is there. The Dalai Lama is it's a by. fucking Benetton ad. Yeah.
1: 24 7. There. It's just non stop. People are playing cricket in the background. <laughs> They're
0: playing fucking cricket. There's typewriter enthusiasts. Yes.
1: And yet, at other times, just because this movie is so cheap, like someone will be giving a speech to like out- an outdoor amphitheater with like 40 people <laughs> in it. You know?
0: They're like, doing improv for six people. <laughs> it is just insane. But it, I like what you said. Yeah. Because you see the same kind of 10 extras at every event. Hey, how's it going? Yeah, right.
1: She gets an interview with uh, Nate Cordry, and it goes well. She gets hired at a very kind of entry level customer service position. Kind
0: of a fun scene with that the interview is so different. It's it's kind of interview. Yeah, he's
1: giving her questions like John or Paul, you right? Know? And of course, she's just deflecting him all the way. You know, oh early, early John and late Paul. She answers know, every know? So that's
0: question awful. perfect.
1: And this is like, the part of the movie where like like you were saying, the tone of the movie at at times is like, this is a very dark kind of satire, and at times it's like a serious drama, and then at times it's like an episode of Community (laughs) where they didn't put any jokes into it, you know? Everyone's just acting very arch and kind of like making funny faces into the camera and doing character bits, and yet like nobody's saying any jokes or anything remotely funny
0: no yeah and her friend is uh, i guess a bigwig. she's she's in the gang of 40 (laughs) (laughs) yeah (laughs) i swear to god that's what they said yeah i know
1: Uh, this company the circle is so hilarious so like obviously it's a sinister company i mean it's like all smiley faces and stuff but it's obviously like a sinister tech company but it's so funny because like they name all of their products in this way that is like, they're practically confessing to the crime, you know what I mean? It's almost like they named this, like, oh, it's the I did it, you know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's, okay, this, it's the we evil, you know? It's, <laughs> a, no, you confessed again in the product name, you know? It's, like, so obvious, it's so right. Like, I just make me think of that scene in, in Monster Squad where, like, Dracula calls up the kid and leaves a message as Dr. Alucard. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> you know? and I'm like, yes, Jones, Dr. Dr. Smith, yeah. Dr. Anderson, a lot of was, ways to go there without just resorting to, has to be spelling a- your name backwards. <laughs> <laughs>
0: The I did it <laughs> <laughs>
1: there's so obvious about it, like what is called like soul search, yeah, soul search, <laughs> and what's the what's the camera it's the sea change
0: sea change yeah.
1: right Ugh. uh the true you, everything is just like so revealing, yeah,, yeah. so she gets her her onboarding her orientation her orientation yeah.
0: right, every orientation i've have- ever had comes with handbooks you meet with five different people you go over you don't even work your first day they throw her right in yeah she, and she's taking calls or not calls but she's answering online
1: yeah and instant messaging and she, there's sort of a live rating yes for the, the survey
0: th- the all yeah, the survey, survey
1: and the, it's if you're there's an immediate pressure to perform yes at this company so it's a super high pressure environment a lot of young people a lot of energy and she's thrown right into it. And Montage
0: shows that she's getting scores. In, she needs scores in the 99, but she's getting scores in the 80s. She's Even a little
1: low, but she's kind of picking it up a little bit. She's kind of getting it. Correct first time that we see Tom Hanks you know one of the two sets where Tom Hanks was (laughs) shot in this movie
0: that is not an exaggeration he's in two sets
1: no two sets one office set and this one amphitheater set where
0: this green screen amphitheater he
1: gets up and gives these sort of Steve Jobs sort of presentations to the company who are all just like whooping it up everything he says gets a huge laugh They are it's very
0: Jonestown they're
1: yelling out we love you and all this I mean it is just like very enthusiastic Uh, you know he makes a big point about how his jeans aren't designer jeans and, and he and
0: loves surfing, man. Loves surfing. He loves the waves. He's just a
1: regular guy. Yeah, he's got the white beard. So it's very Tom Hanks. Like, oh, he couldn't be the bad guy. He's Tom Hanks, right. man. He's, he's got, got, a, got tur- like, a white beard and he surfs. He's got a typewriter on that surfboard, <laughs> he's man. Not a ty- he's not typing
0: things. He's got his cup of Joe with him on stage because he's kicking back, knocking around life.
1: <laughs> with his typewriter. <laughs> Playing it cash. So they're introducing the big new product, which is c change s e e mm-hmm. change which is basically a marble sized mini camera h d camera that can be go anywhere can be affixed anywhere and he kind of gives up and he gives this presentation, which is you know very you know very positive and very kind of like hopeful and everything which is all about like oh and it's so great because these cameras are they're camouflage and I just put it out there and i didn't have a permit or anything isn't that great human rights violations well like you know and it's this movie like again like this movie is tries to be it's it's Tries to give this whole thought about how like companies like Google will will talk about this very sinister stuff in very positive terms, right? Yeah. But oh man, it is just so obvious. You know, yeah. like it's just human rights violations, like camouflage, like none of this sounds good, right? Like, like
0: I could see you getting sucked into a corporate culture of like spending all your time at this place. They make it so convenient for you never to go anywhere, right. and that being insidious. But this is so obviously wrong right. to plant little cameras. And matter of fact, they already have planted several. They're all over the place. They're all over the yeah, place. We're everywhere. watching China. We're watching uh, uh, the, the, the ocean. We're watching all kinds of yeah, stuff. Like we already did it, man. It's yeah. cool. Yeah. Isn't this great? As a matter of fact, they're already there. So they have this big thing of how these cameras are always there and they can monitor everything. Immediately after that, her friend thinks it's a good idea to go sneak into his office. No, right? <laughs> just, like, did you not see the presentation? We just like, had like, the presentation. Many cameras? Where? There's just little. You can't
1: see them. You can't see the cameras. They're camouflaged. They can be affixed anywhere. How do we know it's his office? Because there's a surfboard in yeah, there. Yeah, right. There's a surfboard and, and like a, a guitar and some uh, board games and, and an stuff old typewriter. Like yeah, not typewriter. <laughs> <laughs> Dozens of typewriters. That's how you know.
0: Then she goes to a party that night.
1: It. We're flipping it, yeah. She she goes to the party before. We skip the part where she meets John Boyega. Oh,
0: that's right. Okay,
1: um, who we don't know who he is. He's just a, a guy. He's just a guy at the party, you know. Like I said, it's it's a nonstop party. Every time someone gives a speech afterwards, there's like a big alcohol soaked party
0: but he's all by himself looking at his phone
1: he's all by himself yeah and Oh, Beck
0: is playing this party too Beck
1: is playing the party yes yeah. there's a Beck concert at this party which again is attended by like 40 to 50 of the employees on this campus, is which they're all pretty busy I guess
0: 22 year olds love Beck I mean that's that's who they clamor for you know <laughs> what I mean what
1: oh yeah. Um, she notices
0: John Boyega. She goes over and strikes up convo with him.
1: Yeah, she's just kind of like, "Who's this guy?" I'm just going to chat him up. She's kind of drunk.
0: He's kind of antisocial.
1: Yeah, and he they both like. This is where they talk a little bit about how it's it's a little cult like, and yeah. they they talk about drinking the Kool Aid and every how the everyone was just going nuts during the speech. Um, so they kind of leave, and he's gone for a while.
0: But first he breaks out the cupcake wine that he's got stashed in the bushes. Yeah,
1: he's got some white <laughs> wine in the bushes.
0: The one thing, the least believable thing about this movie is she drank that wine and didn't go, <laughs> it's cupcake. It's like Night Train. What the fuck you doing? You work for the circle. Yeah, come on. <laughs> Drink good wine, John Boyega. <laughs>
1: Um. So, yeah, then, then her friend sneaks her in to the office That's and, right. okay. and kind of tells her, okay, as soon as she's in there, it's kind of like, all right, take off, Yeah. You know, take a hike. I, got, I have work to do. Yeah. You know, I'm, I, I I'm
0: thought she, she was going to be fucking one of them, too, that she had to go like immediately. It does feel like there's a lot of stuff
1: that was cut out of the movie. I did a little research on it. The movie was actually, so it was released in April, late April of 2017, mm-hmm. but it was shot two years earlier. It was shot in mid-2015. And then they reshot, they did reshoots in early 2017. So there's a lot of elements of this movie. And her friend and John Boyega are two of them that feel like a lot of stuff got left on the cutting room floor. Or that,
0: because I was looking at John Boyega is never around any other people except her.
1: Yeah, so that's probably one thing was that he he could only shoot on, I mean, he was shooting Star Wars or whatever. So. He could only shoot for x amount of days, and he couldn't shoot with Tom Hanks because he's always just lurking in the background. That's right? it.
0: He's always just off to the back.
1: Yeah. The next scene we're at her with oh shit, what's his name again? Chantler, Chantler Bing, Chantler Bing, Chantler Bing, Mercer, and he's having another conversation where he's basically dressing down, <laughs> dressing down social media in a very obvious sort of a way that, like, your grandfather would do. I mean, this whole movie has a whole feeling of like, man, well, these kids are always tweeting on their Twitter. If I, is that what it's called? You know, Look, like you're, you're being very hashtag right now. Yes, hashtag. <laughs>
0: but no, that scene with them in the kitchen where she's they're having this philosophical debate on social, me- about social media about social media. He says
1: to her, "Smiles and frowns used to be for middle school because smiles and frowns are their like thumbs up on, on in the circle, right?" And then he very casually is like, "Haven't you heard about that senator? She was citing antitrust laws." <laughs> <laughs> like, conversation where you just, yeah, you know, that senator citing antitrust, law? you know, like, it's just so it's like natural. a natural dialogue. Absolutely. It just feels, they've obviously known each other their whole lives. Yeah. I mean, this is not forced or formal at all. And this is where we find out that he's uh, big with the antler chandeliers,
0: which. I think it's supposed to belie that he works with his hands exactly
1: right. No, he's real. He's he does, he's not on the internet at all. He's not on. He's not a part. Of, he's not a member of the circle.
0: No, he uses every piece of that deer. He uses every piece of the deer. Right? Yes. <laughs> Uh, so, they have this shit debate, this improv 101 acting where everybody moves with the, every line they say to a different position.
1: And this is at, they're having this at a, a party that's sort of celebrating the fact that she's getting this job and she she's got a starting great to job, do She's man. doing a great job, one of the top companies in the world. She's doing pretty well. Uh, the father falls ill at the party, though. Yeah, okay? he's, he's not doing so, so well. So, this is still a concern for her.
0: So, she's back at work and uh, kind of a fun scene where. Two people come up. There was to another her.
1: kayak scene that we missed. Oh,
0: we missed the kayak. Yes. This, this is the common through line in this movie. So this is,
1: here's what I was thinking. And this is just my head just being insane. So this is like the second or third time as she's coming in from the kayaking, she actually goes to like a kayak rental place and like returns the kayak. And they're like, Hey, hey, May, thanks for coming. I mean, like, at what point do you actually, like, you have to invest in your own kayak at a certain (laughs) point, right? Like, isn't it economically feasible? Like, she's an intelligent, high-achieving person. Like, you have to buy at a certain point. It doesn't make sense to rent. Yeah.
0: I think I need to turn this kayak into a (laughs) Mayak. Right. There's some sleazy used kayak dealer. What's it going to take to get you into one of these kayaks? (laughs) You want that true code on this. Uh, but also that part where at the, she goes, and then we're about 20 minutes in the movie. This yeah. is the first time we hear her name. Did you notice that? I was like, what the fuck is her name? Yeah,
1: Yeah, they don't really say it. Maybe it's a point about... How we've lost our identity. And, uh, the, uh, no. No. <laughs> yeah. So she's back at work. She watches a news story about the senator who is citing antitrust laws, <laughs> as Marcia
0: uh, brought up.
1: Pat Oswalt, we see during the news report, is the COO of the company. Right. Um, Hanks is the CEO. And then is this scene that this is like the most community ish scene in the movie where. Yeah. She gets accosted by coworkers. She's working and she's she's improving at her job and improving her job. Her range. scores are in the nineties, but they are haranguing her because she has not linked up her social media accounts to the circle and she's not totally on the grid all the time and she's not available all the time.
0: She's not spending her Saturdays and Sundays at the campus. She's not
1: doing yeah. She's not doing activities on the campus. She's not here more. And it's this thing where like they're kind of hovering over her shoulder and she's kind of dis- 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 stammering and trying to understand what the heck's going and on. And these
0: people are clearly insane. They're insane. Their they're enthusiastic so it's, insane
1: right yeah. like it, this is just a scene where it's like confidential sticking out of the, <laughs> your briefcase you know like it's a real red flag to those people that like two insane people walk up to her and accost her about like Whoa! You were kayaking on Sunday and you didn't call me.
0: You know, it's I, like I kayak like we've never met
1: before. Like that's <laughs> obviously insane. This scene goes on for like five or ten. It days. lasts as long so, as so long. Episode of community goes so
0: long, and it ends with her beginning to answer eight thousand emails.
1: Yeah, so she just pops up, which is like a new <laughs> one pops up every second. I'm like, that isn't literally is not possible. <laughs> that isn't possible.
0: So apparently those people have told her best friend that her dad's MS has progressed, so her friend gets her parents on the circle's insurance plan. Then they get May into see a doctor. Yeah,
1: she gets this corporate health evaluation. So she swallows some stuff, and it seems as though like they're they're doing a thing where they can monitor every part of you, literally every breath you take and every step you every right. step you make or whatever.
0: Right. So Sting is the doctor.
1: Doctor Sting comes in.
0: <laughs> He's monitoring every step you take. Every hello, okay. everybody. <laughs> <laughs> We're just going to tantric sex for about twelve hours right now. That, that was not a sting accident. That, that was, was awesome. <laughs> that was so good. <laughs> what? That was okay. a Stuart Copeland. <laughs> that was yeah, right. <laughs> of course. Another thing. This medical evaluation is insane because now she has something monitor at all times inside yeah. her body.
1: Which she's only again like mildly perturbed that they basically like force fed her like sensors. They do put her. In her yeah, it, totally. And then put her put her father on the plan and, and like dangled this carrot you know it's like mm-hmm. okay well we'll give him medical care there's obvious like non-stop surveillance like is what's going on at this company like every and we see workers walking around and we see like little kind of statistics all around them, right? Like yes. it's, they're, they're monitoring every aspect this of every bracelet person's life.
0: They put on her, yeah. follows her every footstep wherever she goes. Right.
1: So after the evaluation, there's this big talk, Patton Oswald is giving a presentation in this kind of outdoor amphitheater. And again, it feels like about 40 or 50 people are there. Yeah. Even though it's a campus that takes up several square miles and probably has tens of thousands of people working in there. But yeah, it's about 50 people here in this talk. And they say that they've, They've nabbed the politician who was citing antitrust laws against them, and now they have their own politician, and this person is going to be transparent. They're going to put one of their little marble cameras on them, and they're going to live their life completely transparent, right? I mean, what could be bad about that? No. Because of democracy and because of human rights. (laughs) Yes. There's also, after that, of course, there's another party, at which point she's talking to a woman um, who is talking about how she's... uh, doing something to prevent children from being kidnapped and missing persons and how they're going to put this technology on them that's going to make sure that you can track a child anywhere they go. And and May asks, you know, how are they going to do that? And she says, this is like my favorite part of the movie. (laughs) And the woman says, oh, we're going to put chips in their bones. And May (laughs) is like... You know, like laughs, laughs she like almost as a spit, spit take. take, laughs and is like, "Oh my god, that's hilarious!" And it's like, "Oh no, you're serious? You're really going to put chips on people's bones?" You know, and
0: it's the one time she questions how batshit insane, right?
1: Stuff. And this is uh, where maybe we should talk about Emma Watson's yeah. performance because you know we need to feel like she's being seduced by this, right? Yeah, because. It's Emma Watson, and she doesn't really give a lot. No. She has kind of one face, and she has kind of one voice, and she doesn't really modulate a lot. So we don't really get a, a sense of, other than like, okay, I guess she needs money, but like, what is really driving her? What is driving her to do these things? Because at this point in the movie, we're getting into the part of the movie where... Really crazy shit starts happening. Yeah.
0: It's like, you know how in movies when someone has cancer, they they have a cold, they have the sniffles or something like that, or they sit bundled up on the couch, and that's supposed to mean they have cancer? For her to be devastated or to be very elated, it's just a smile, or she stays, she's asleep in bed. She doesn't give much at, at all.
1: Yeah. It's just, I mean, she she just sort of has one speed, you know yeah. what I mean? And this movie needed a lot of speeds, you know, right. because it's, uh, where it goes is, is pretty complex. Okay, so yeah, this is again where she, she meets John Boyega. He shows up again, and he's saying, okay, even though you have this technology that can drag you anywhere, I'm going to take you down, and I'm going to show you something. And he kind of leads her down and keeps leading her down in this thing. And he kind of shows her this gigantic underground tunnel where they were going to build a subway, but now it's empty, and this is where all the information is going to go.
0: Yes. Right, yes. This is where
1: all the information is going to be stored for... Every person like who, who wears these bracelets.
0: It's this huge cavernous empty these cameras. room. Yeah, yeah.
1: They're going to put tons of servers in there. And he also reveals that he is Ty Ty Lafitte. Ty Lafitte, who is like the that's like
0: Tyrone shoelaces. <laughs> the inventor of he's the Ty inventor Lafitte. of True You. Oh yeah, he invented it.
1: And he's kind of the genius, but he's sort of living this life on campus, sort of anonymously, where nobody knows who he is.
0: So yeah, like apparently Ty Lafitte. Went off the grid and has not been seen. And he's and this
1: th- mysterious guy, and people are like, Where? Yeah, where? And yet did he he's go?
0: pouring his heart out to this woman on the second time he's I know, the first time
1: her. he meets her, and he's like, I knew I could trust you. It's, <laughs> it's so like, what? bullshit. Yeah. Such bullshit. This so movie has. N- this is the character. The movie has no idea what to do with no. this guy. No idea. His place in the movie completely changes depending on what what is happening. He could
0: and, not be in this movie and it would be the same movie. It doesn't
1: make any sense, yeah. And hey, if you want to like find out like the, the genius who like is just wandering around campus and who has like left society forever, maybe it's that guy who is like lingering in like the back of the hall in the doorway in literally every scene. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like every the time they have not- a talk, he's just sitting there in the doorway. He's the only person. Yeah. He's backlit. <laughs> He's really easy to see him. <laughs> you know, he's not in the shadows at all. Chandler Bing comes to the office and really dresses her down because photos of his chantlers <laughs> his chantlers. She uploaded his chantlers. Oh yeah. Yeah. And he's like, I didn't want like I'm not online. I'm not on the grid. I don't do this thing. I'm super real. And he dresses her down. And he's he why did he come to the office instead of texting? Because he wanted to look her in the eyes. That's how he does it, because he's real.
0: This is my favorite scene. Okay, so these chantlers, these antler chandeliers, are just a series of antlers in a circle. That's all they are. There's nothing like there's
1: no lights on them. No. They're purely decorative. (laughs) When he's there People are hanging them over tables as though they're gonna light something. (laughs) You (laughs) can't (laughs) light anything with antlers. What are you gonna do with that?
0: When he's there talking to her about how he never wanted any of this attention, he's finding his Shaq Kaczynski in it, everybody around at the circle starts filming him, right? Yeah. And then they start shouting, deer killer. Deer killer, well, yeah. Won't you kill some deers, you deer killer? And he stops, in my favorite because goes, I'm not a deer killer. I don't kill deer. <laughs> I don't. He is emphatic that he did not kill those deer, which is a logical assumption. You have that many antlers. I don't know if you're getting a good deal at the antlers. Yeah, (laughs) right? I
1: mean... He might have killed some of the deer. I'm not saying all of the deer, but and like you might have thrown his own in there.
0: If the popularity of these chantlers goes up, yeah. aren't you effectively killing deer that are going to get killed for the whoever supplying you those antlers?
1: Exactly, right? Like supply you're, and demand. You're not like, innocent, Chantler. Oh, no, certainly not. No, certainly not.
0: But that scene of him shouting, "I'm not a deer killer," <laughs>
1: so, that whole scene is just awful. And again, like it's this this debate of like she's fake because she's online and he's real because he's job. not right yeah. like it's these two extremes where it's like neither of those are right like yeah. neither of those extremes are right you know what i mean like you can be online and still be a real person you cannot be online and not be a fucking a-hole about it and, and nobody's good enough actor
0: to make it not be laughed at. yeah
1: so she's super upset by this she's super upset he came to her office stressed her down everybody saw it so what does she do she goes kayaking she
0: goes to the fucking (laughs) she
1: goes like it's the middle of the night she steals a kayak she goes to the kayak place because again (laughs) even though she goes kayaking every few days she does not own her own kayak she
0: still rents this is her footloose (laughs)
1: her running
0: dance dance, punching (laughs) through the woods if she dance kayaked and punch kayaked oh fuck it i would have loved this movie yeah
1: so it's the middle of the night she's like fuck it I'm going to sneak in this place. I'm going to steal a kayak. Kayak's out into the middle of the ocean. Yeah. yeah. Uh, this is like in As you air. do. Like, Absolutely. She's just, she's just like, I just got a kayak. Like, I just, I don't, I'm not going anywhere. What I'm if just kayaking.
0: There was like two kayaks behind her with sirens, like, trying to chase her down. Hey. Because <laughs> she's <totally> Hey,
1: whoa. <laughs> hang on there. <laughs> splash, splash, splash. Hey. Hang on.
0: Illegal use of a kayak, miss. <laughs> All
1: right. So as she's. In her kayaking, she she <laughs> kayaks right by a buoy, and you can't get away from anything because that buoy is covered in sea change cameras.
0: Sea change cameras. Then the fog rolls Right in. after that,
1: yeah. Some fog rolls in. Uh, suddenly, she hears a boat. She almost gets hit by the boat. She capsizes. She falls off of her kayak. She's in the water now. And almost right away, lights that. lights from a helicopter. The
0: spotlight goes right on her. There's no, like, a spotlight that dances around <laughs> the park <fine. laughs> yeah, It know just right goes where she right is. on her. So, she didn't hear the helicopter right before then. No, no, no.
1: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it was very sudden. It was just like, "Hey,
0: <laughs> we were just there, <laughs> right?"
1: Which is what she says. She's like, "Wow, really lucky that you were right there." And he's like, "Not lucky. There were sea change cameras everywhere. Yeah, that were unpermitted and apparently fine. We're all okay with this. All right, sure." Here is my question to you: Was this all just like accidental That's shit? What I, right? Yeah. Because like everything seems like it's piling up in a way that was. Steering intentional her. and yeah. was steering her towards the thing. But if that were true, that would be completely insane.
0: That means they control weather. They control the bay area tides. They, like
1: they had boats out there. Yeah. They had yeah. They they somehow knew that getting upset would make her kayak. That and she it was going to kayak go... to a specific place in the ocean. Yeah, and
0: she dance kayaks when she gets upset because uh, it's all gone viral. That her whole rescue and it's everything.
1: gone viral. Everyone was following her adventure of splashing around in a dark ocean. Like <laughs> there were no lights there until the helicopter showed up right like who? who even saw this
0: yeah really and the shit that goes viral is like a cat jumping out of a window or the camera was
1: on a buoy in the (laughs) in an ocean are you gonna get a steady shot
0: (laughs) like it's on a buoy it doesn't ever stop moving (laughs) yeah break this you people are watching bad viral videos
1: (laughs) that's all you're doing like really
0: it just I'm Ugh. seasick. I don't know what I want. Oh, b-
1: man. I cannot stop watching this empty ocean.
0: So she goes in and has a meeting with Tom Hanks and Patton Oswalt in Tom Hanks' office. There's a lot of times where Tom Hanks says things that are supposed to be kind of like themes of the, his character or themes of the movie. Like, if you keep a secret from me, you're lying to me. Yeah. But it's so sinister and so obvious, and she's okay.
1: She just jumps right in on it. She's like, okay, you know? I mean, that... So like, I am ready to just completely give my life over to this tech company that I work for.
0: My par- my dad's dying. My yeah. life is going so well, I'm going to go fully transparent and wear a camera at all times. Yeah.
1: So she goes up on stage at one of these big meetings. Again, one of the two sets that Tom, we're back to the amphitheater.
0: Her friend that got her the job is now somewhat mad sitting in the audience upset she's starting to look rugged yeah this
1: is what i love about this. so like this is something not to get all like super super woke ass bro on you or anything (laughs) like that but this is something that movies do with especially with female characters okay her friend so when we meet her and she's one of the gang of 40 and she's one of the top rated people like lots of makeup like kind of you know nice skin clean straight hair and it's bright red right right okay this this scene Where all of a sudden her friend is on stage, like overnight, right away, all of a sudden her hair has lost all of its color. It is completely dirty and dingy, and she looks like she has no makeup on, right? Yeah, she's
0: wan, pale.
1: Yeah. Now, flash forward to, because her character doesn't matter from here on out, flash forward to the end of the movie where she has escaped the circle. She's gone back to Scotland, and you see her on this video chat, and again, her hair, now back bright red, straight, and she's wearing makeup again, right? (laughs) Like, it's this thing where it's like everything about a woman and her mood is determined by...
0: How good she looks! Yeah,
1: how good she looks. How, her quality isn't completely on. It, is her makeup okay? Is her hair okay? Are her clothes okay?
0: Fucking Daniel Barnes, woke That's, ass bro, uh, man. man. Fucked, dude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> John Boyega is CGI'd into this this auditorium because he that he is obviously not sitting there. No, right? But <laughs> yeah. his face kind of just hovers next to some other people. Yeah,
1: there's just scenes where like you're looking at the back of someone's mouth and you're like. I can tell your jaw is not making those <laughs> words, right? Like, you're shouting, and, like, nothing's happening here, you know?
0: So she goes fully transparent. Every bit of her life is filmed, except this woman has no sex drive like a normal 24-year-old woman would. Yeah, that's There's the thing. Is Nobody like, on this campus is Everybody
1: fucking. is super excited about, like, these things that are going to, like, because, well, we'll have all this transparency, and we'll be better people, you know? She's like, I'll, I'll be a better person if I'm watched all the time. And yet, no one's ever just like, ah... Like, ah, can you give me five minutes? (laughs) Like, (laughs) like, ooh, right? It's been a while. (laughs) Yeah, I know. Like, it shuts off, apparently, while you're sleeping. But, you know, she just goes right to sleep.
0: And this movie starts doing the thing that a lot of movies are doing now. So when tweets or text messages come in, they start showing up on screen.
1: Yeah, so all the comments that are coming in as she's filming her entire life are popping up on the screen yeah. and they're a mix of like punchlines just stupid stuff negative stuff we love this, you man it,
0: it calls out the scenes corniness sometimes like the movie knows like yeah we know this scene
1: not that it can't I mean it, like you said it's being done by a lot of movies so it's sort of annoying right now but it's also like
0: it's the modern. There's
1: no reason it can't be good. But yeah, it's, just,
0: it's the modern uh, paper headlines spinning to show you the next thing that's happened. Yeah. in the story, so
1: many mo- things about this movie are like so generic. It feels like a fake version. Like, like if this movie was a, a television, it would be a Sorny. <laughs> like it would be like that that's Simpsons a, episode. Where, like, <laughs> it'd be a magnet box. <laughs> Now she's part of these meetings, right? She's she's part of these big meetings now. So she has a, a meeting with Tom Hanks and Patton Oswalt, and she start She's getting she's getting in deep yeah like she's not only drinking the kool-aid she's starting to make the kool-aid why don't we make it mandatory for people to vote like why don't we make it mandatory for people to have a circle account yeah everything that is being said around her and that she is saying is being broadcast to the entire world yes and it's being collected okay so i just want you to remember that mandatory participation in (laughs) in the circle and mandatory participation in elections is like oh yeah man those buzzwords that just really grab people, like <laughs> mandatory participation, you know. And occasionally you'll see a comment pop up that's like, "Well, you guys are fascist or something like yeah. that. But everyone else just seems to be like, yeah, this is cool. Like seemingly no other reaction to anything, which no. I don't know if that's supposed to be – maybe it's supposed to be satirical, but I feel like it's just an incomplete – vision and an incomplete satire nobody besides online commenters has anything to say about it yeah of this.
0: exactly the online commenters are us going what the fuck i mean because that scene might as well have been going let me just spitball extermination camps i'm just saying it <laughs> yeah right and she's like <laughs> mandatory death. mandatory death yeah What what is what if torture what if, torture what if was we involved? make people give us their money and then we killed them. Just like I love you, May. <laughs> <laughs> May's so good. May's May, bae. You're rad. And Tom Hanks is just like, Yes, more? Yeah. Mm, where are you hmm, going with this? Interesting, yeah. And now
1: they're giving a talk and they're introducing a product called Soul Search. Right. And Soul Search will help you find anyone on the planet anywhere in like ten minutes. It's right?
0: obviously a horrible idea. <laughs> this is such a bit, right. Like no one is The, the first a, one they're going after is a uh, The first they're
1: like, let's go after a criminal. Right? Yes. Like, she
0: commi- she committed mattress no not matricide she committed uh, she killed her kids she killed her kids
1: yeah so people all around the globe would need to be watching this live feed I mean the woman is at work watching this live feed she's like in a laundromat <laughs> <laughs> like have you ever seen those like Instagram live things where it's like. Someone has like six people on their fucking feed. (laughs) They they need to have like hundreds of thousands of people following this live thing in order to find someone through a crowdsource, like take pictures of them with your phone kind of thing. But anyway, they finally land on this woman who is in Great Britain or something like that. I mean, like like the extradition laws alone, (laughs) like, right? So they catch the woman. There's a woman at work. She's like, there she is right there. The woman runs. Police are called and they come and get her and they grab her in in like
0: 10 minutes. 10 minutes.
1: Yeah. And then they say, someone says, okay, well, like, let's do one more. Let's do one more. Let's find a normal person. Let's just find a normal person, right? Like, can, like, this is like not even a – let's just find a normal let's person. Let's invade
0: somebody's privacy who doesn't want it to be. <laughs>
1: yeah,
0: I know. Oh, I know. Yeah, what about Mercer? Chantler Bing. What about
1: Chant? <laughs> what about Chantler Bing? And she's like, no, I'm not going to do that. And she's getting, you know, in her ear from Pat all, oh, you got to do it, you got to do it. And everyone's like,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Chandler Bang, Chandler Bang, Chandler Bang. She is so unlikable because she only realizes this is a bad idea when it personally affects her. Exactly, right?
1: Like, otherwise, she was cool with just like finding any per- random person, anyway. Yeah. She decides. All right. Well, let's do it. Let's do it. And then <laughs> the thing starts working. There's pictures that are being taken all over the globe. Finally, they find him at some like remote cabin in the woods. In like two minutes, he's
0: he's mailing bombs to the U.S. Postal Service. have like,
1: descended on his house <laughs> within about two or three minutes. Like the, it just swarms of people are at his house. And we're all, like, seeing this in live time on this kind of giant board in the amphitheater where, like, it's on people's, like, camera phones and stuff like that. And, like, people get to the house, and they run in, and they're running around the house, and they're saying, get out, get out here. We know you're in there, Mercer. You're Deer Killer. Yeah, Deer Killer. Mercer. (laughs) Chandler decides i'm gonna fucking take off right he like runs out of the house gets into his car swarms of people like chase him down the freeway this is like there's a dirt bike
0: chasing him way
1: crazier than like diana getting chased by like members of the media (laughs) all of a sudden it's triple this is literally like this is not a public figure this is a person (laughs) who is he's not
0: even in the circle there's fucking drones following him
1: yeah while all this is happening i forgot to mention that she's reluctant to do it until tom hanks steps on the stage she's reluctant to call out mercer that's right and track him down and tom Hanks steps out and the entire time is like cheering this on he's the ceo of this company and he is cheering this on Chandler drives onto a bridge accidentally hits a car flies off the bridge dies on a live stream (laughs) live stream broadcast to the entire world like can you imagine like mark zuckerberg up on stage like Somebody's on Facebook Live (laughs) getting murdered, and he's like, "Yes, this is exciting. People are really following the adventure." Like, no, there's actually like, there's a a backlash to something like that. Why you don't actually murder people? It has no ramifications, no whatsoever. She's bummed out for two or three days. She spends two days in bed, and they're a little concerned because she's off the grid. You know, she's in bed. She's mourning, and then kind of like figures out, okay, I need to go back. So, this is obviously setting up the classic. I'm going to get someone on stage and use something against them.
0: There's going to be something like that. It's obviously heading it's to that, secret which is recording just the recording ending.
1: Right, which always drives me crazy because it's like. You know, we live in the actual world. President Trump getting recorded talking about grabbing women's vaginas, and like that actually happened, and it was recorded, and it's his voice, and it had no effect whatsoever. So fucking ever, right? Yeah. So it's, a, but it always is like this world-changing thing where it's like, oh, we got him on tape. Yeah. As the scene is developing, I'm thinking like, what this guy gonna say that is worse than like cheering on a murder, <laughs> like using his own technology, and he's trying to like put this in state and federal governments all over across the world. I'm like, the fuck you got that's gonna be worse than that? Yeah. Like this is like this is low stakes. Coming up here, it makes it seem as though she's going to connect with Boyega, and and they get together, and and he releases a bunch of emails, like he gets all this information, right? Yeah,
0: he says I have so much, or there's so much more, and it kind of seems
1: as though, like, okay, we're heading to the ending of she's going to expose everything. Yep, Tom Hanks will be you know crushed and everything like that, and that's sort of what happens. She gets them on stage and gives a big speech. Well, if you really want transparency, then you should wear these cameras. You should be transparent. They never plan for this contingency at all. This is the thing, like do you really think Steve Jobs got up there and was just, I'm going to just jump into an unscripted situation. Right. You know, and like every element of their lives is so utterly like done to the minute. Hey, let me call him up on stage. And he's like, okay. <laughs> I don't know what this is, but sounds good. Like, no way
0: this woman who just watched her friend like
1: die. I, I, I caused the death. Of her ex-boyfriend. What could go wrong? This isn't... Yeah. No, like, no. She hasn't
0: had a chance to kayak this Zero out. alarm
1: bells. Yeah, I know. Like, she's she's even lost her one thing. Like, she's not even into kayaking anymore. She's so... She's so at the end of her rope. Can you not see that? But yeah, they get called on stage and she says, well, why don't you wear these cameras? And then everyone's like, yeah, do it. Yeah. And so then, of course... Now they're forced to, right? At which point, Pat Oswalt is kind of panic. He throws his camera off.
0: But they, they also release all the files so everybody can see everything. They release all,
1: their, all the files, all their passwords, even the stuff their wives don't their know coded about. coded stuff. Yeah, all their coded stuff. So all their information is out there now. All their emails and stuff is out there. Patton Oswald runs off, shuts out all the lights, but in an amazing show of solidarity. The Circlers all stand up with their phones, and they're shining this light onto the stage, and they continue to do it. At which point, Emma Watson gives a speech that fixes everything for some reason. right. Everyone seems to kind of glom onto her now. Follow her with the lights. The new thing, she walks out into the light, and it ends with, what else? Kayaking. Kayaking. (laughs) She's out in the middle of the ocean, and now drones descend upon her from overhead, and she kind of regards them fairly benignly and just says hello. Yeah.
0: Um, And then it zooms out, and we're seeing... Millions of screens, of views of all. Yeah, over now the there's world. just
1: screens everywhere, and everyone's being viewed by everyone all the time. Wah, Twitter?
0: Yeah, so s- kind of sinister. Yeah,
1: I so I, I did a little reading. I haven't, I haven't read the book, but I, I, I read the synopsis on the Wikipedia page. Eggers is
0: a good writer, right? Yeah, yeah.
1: So in the original book, it seems as though like her path to the end is essentially becoming the leader of the cult. They. It sort of teases at it a little bit, but what happens is that. She makes a plan with the, the Ty character. He's not named Ty in the book. But they make a plan together to expose this. She stabs him in the back. Mm. And then it's sort of like a Alex from Clockwork Orange kind of thing, or like a 1984 kind of thing, where they've, they're they assimilated now. She's, yeah. she's totally assimilated now. Like she's She believes the message. She wants to share. Everything needs to be shared, right? This one seemed to kind of want to have it both ways, yeah. where she could be both the hero and shut it down, and shine a light on it, and give a speech that fixes everything. And it also kind of is maybe the leader of the but, cult, yeah, but it doesn't
0: it, commit to that. The masses don't do anything but channel all their support to her. That's yeah, it. they like, just
1: they just follow her out as she's kind of talking about how like this is this is what it is. They're you know? literally
0: now following a new leader. That's yes. literally what it is. Yeah, with
1: their phones are out and they're all filming yeah. all of this stuff. Yeah, but I think like the movie just did not want to. Actually, commit to she's the villain of the piece. She's got to be the hero. Yeah, exactly. And it can't be; it has to be as uncomplicated as possible. So what actually happens is that it's nonsensical, right? Because she's both and she's neither. Ultimately, it doesn't have a point except that internet is bad and scary. And if we don't understand it, like that, just makes it all the more scary.
0: Even Tom Hanks, you don't know that he's sinister on purpose. He seems altruistic sometimes. You don't really know.
1: Uh, Okay, so that is the circle. I think we have agreed that the internet is bad.
0: Internet is bad. It goes We're all the way to the top. We're both
1: going to move to the woods and work on our chantlers. <laughs> yeah, our um, So as I, we talked about at the beginning of the show, we have our rating system. Your normal run-of-the-mill bad movie, that's a dare. Extremely, un- unbelievably bad next-level movie is a double dare. And if a movie is actually pretty good, even though it has a really bad reputation, we give it the reverse dare. Quirky, how do you
0: rate The Circle? I'm going to say it's a double dare. It's not worth watching. It doesn't do what it does well enough to watch. I didn't enjoy talking about this movie. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I enjoyed talking about the other movies that we talked about more tonight <laughs> than talking about this movie.
1: Yeah. I'm going to just go with a dare, a straight dare. I didn't have huge antipathy. I didn't really hate this movie. James Ponsell, as was we kind of mentioned at the beginning, like, you know, if you look at Spectacular Now and if you look at End of the Tour, like, those movies work as these really intimate movies and they're about they're really about two people and a lot of the scenes are two people really getting to know each other you know and this movie he's not really capable he's he's not really the right director for this movie that needs like an interesting visuals and that has a very sprawling story and that is very satiric and is not necessarily just this intimate character drama so, yeah it's just not the right movie for him that said didn't hate it Straight up dare. This is just your basic average piece of
0: shit. <laughs> so that's all we have for you on this episode of Dare Daniel, but we'll be back in two weeks with another full review. And in the meantime, be sure to check out our mini episode next week for a preview of the upcoming Dare Daniel review and more talk about your dares and bad movies in general.
1: In the meantime, send your most sadistic movie dares to us at daredaniel.com. And be sure to follow Dare Daniel on Facebook and Dare Daniel Pod on Twitter and Instagram. Like and rate us on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. It doesn't have to be iTunes. Mix it up a little.
0: <laughs> well, yeah. It's Mix the internet. It's fucking, there's all kinds of The options. internet. It's watching you anyway. You can buy Shantlers. <laughs> yeah, right?
1: <laughs> Go to Shantlers.com. Uh, you can read more of my review reviews in the Sacramento News and Review and at NewsReview.com. And you can read my craft beer column in the Sacramento Bee and at SacBee.com. Corky McDonald. Yes, sir. You big hunk of marzipan. <laughs> Where can those sweet tooths out there get a little lick <laughs>
0: of, your <laughs> of your chewy nougat center, baby? I tell you what. You go on to <laughs> Shantlers.com. You look up my finely crafted sweet nougat shantlers. So when
1: I hang these shantlers over my dining room table, no, they're going to... Are- they're going to reflect light down onto the tables. These somehow, are some right? new.
0: These are jackalope chandeliers. Oh these my. Are, Yeah, these are smaller chandeliers. These are for the kids.
1: These are just for a chil- children's tables. These are for children's <laughs> tables. Yeah, <laughs> children's
0: <laughs> night lights, children's tables. Because th- kids Little love animals Kids Little love tea
1: parties. Kids love- parties. Well, you want remnants of animals hanging around your children all the time. Like I'm not
0: a deer killer. Dan. Pieces
1: of things that used to be alive and that are now dead. <laughs> children love that.
0: Uh, yeah, I'm performing at the Sacramento Comedy Spot. Come down, and fuck around.
1: All right. Well, for Dare Daniel, I'm Daniel Barnes. Our producer is Johnny Goodtime Flores.
0: And I'm Corky McDonald saying, I'm not a deer killer. (laughs) I'm not.